Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, Superman, in his search for the missing Lois Lane, finds himself confused and baffled by a mystery with frighteningly ominous overtones. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, it's only once in a thousand years that someone comes along with such exciting prizes as those comic buttons Kellogg's Pep has been putting out. And uh, now that you've got a brand new series of 18 new buttons to collect, boy, that multiplies your fun over and over. Because it's such a swell surprise finding a button every time that you open a package of Pep. And they're such swell prizes. Why, these new comic buttons, all 18 of them, are colored up bright as anything. They really show up when you pin them on your, your jacket or your dresser cap. And they're true-to-life pictures, too. The little Moose and Spud and, and Corky and Superman look just as real as they do in the funny papers. Yes, sir, you'll get a kick out of collecting this brand new series of pep comic buttons. And you don't have to spend any of your allowance to do it. No, sir, you don't even have to send in a box stop. You just ask Mom to keep stocked up with plenty of Kellogg's Pep. That's right. You can't buy these new comic buttons, but you get one as a prize in each package of that sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. The whole wheat flakes that taste so good and sunny that, well, you come a-running to breakfast. So be sure to remind Mom to get you some P-E-P, Kellogg's Pep. And now, the adventures of Superman. Editor Perry White assigned three consecutive out-of-town correspondents to cover what appeared to be a simple story of an unusual drought in Freeville, and three times his assignment was rejected with no explanation, he hit the ceiling. After listening briefly to his furious rantings, Lois Lane requested the assignment. Editor White refused, told her this was apparently a man's job, and ordered her to get hold of Kent, who was at that time visiting in the hospital with Jim Olson. But ignoring his protests, the girl reporter dashed out of the office after saying, Have no fears, Chief. I'll find out what's cooking in Freeville and bring you back a bang-up story. The following day, White received the first of a series of telegrams from Lois. This one, which he read with satisfaction, said, No rainfall here in 26 days. Extremely unusual situation for Freeville area at this time of year. Native farmers panicky. Reaction to drought from members of newly established veteran farm community is high. Facts should make sensational story. More later. Lois. Well, now we're getting someplace. But a short while later the same day, three more telegrams arrived from Lois in rapid succession, each one more cryptic and disturbing than the other. As our story continues now, Clark Kent has just rushed into White's office in response to an urgent summons from the editor. Listen. 
What's the matter, Chief? What's up? I don't know, Kent. I don't know. Maybe you can tell me. I'll give me some idea what's biting you, and maybe I can help straighten you out. These telegrams from Lois. That's what's biting me. I noticed she wasn't in the office. Where is she? In Freeville. What's she doing there? Covering a story, of course. Well, what else would she be wait doing there? Wait a minute. There? Well, you don't have to snap my head off. I just Oh, asked I'm where... sorry, Kent. I'm sorry. I, I'm upset. I... I had a feeling I shouldn't let her go, but she talked me out of sending you. You did, eh? And dashed off before I could do anything to stop her. And now I'm afraid... Now, wait a uh, minute. Wait a minute, Chief. Let's start from the beginning so I can have some idea what this is all about. Well, it's these blasted telegrams, oh, she no, said. All right, forget them for the moment. What's going on in Freeville? No, I wish I knew. Well, what story did she go out there to cover? Well, here's the story, Kent. A few days ago, I noticed a small item in our wire service reports about what appeared to be an unprecedented drought in the Freeville area. Well, what's so sensational about that? Uh, it's very unusual out there. Hasn't happened in heaven knows how many years, and particularly at this time of year. I see. And what makes it even more important is the new Veterans Farm Community Project that's just been established out there. Oh? Vets, just set up on farmland, facing ruin in their very first seasonal operation. Oh, what a tough break. Yes, it sure is. Well, I wanted a feature on that, so I assigned a correspondent near Freeville to cover it for us. And the next day, he turned the job down. What? That's not all. I gave the assignment successively to two other out-of-town correspondents. Each of them accepted, and then, within 24 hours, they turned it down. But why? I don't know why. But Lois was here when I received the third turn down and hit the ceiling. Where was I? At the hospital, visiting with Jim. Oh. I told her to get you, but she took the bull by the horns and hightailed it out of here before I could stop her. That's just like her. Well, this morning I get a wire from her indicating that she's on the trail of a good yarn. Mm -hmm. And I thought everything was okay until a few hours after that, I was handed the first of these three wires, all of them arriving within two hours. Let me see them. Well, here, here. See if you can make any sense out of them. There's the first one. Sent out at 11.15 this morning. Believed necessary to remain here longer than first anticipated. Lois, well, what's wrong with that? Nothing. Except I didn't want her to take time enough to write a book. All I wanted was a Sunday feature story. No, but it takes time to collect Okay, facts. okay. I was willing to accept that. Until I read the second one. Second one? That's the one wired at 1210? Yeah, that's right. Read it. Awaiting orders to leave Freeville at once. Now, what in blazes does that mean? Huh. First, she asks for more time, then she wants orders to leave. This is confusing. Uh, well, that's an understatement. But if that baffles you, read the third and last wire I've received so far. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's see. This one was dispatched at 1.10 this afternoon. It's an hour after the second one. That's right. It says, urgent and imperative, you wire me to return home at once. Great Scott. Yeah, how do you like that, huh? Well, I don't get it. It doesn't sound like Lois at all. It certainly doesn't. And maybe the run-in she had with that Zara character affected her head. Oh, no, Chief. Sounds mighty like there's something very fishy going on in Freeville. I think I'd better hop out there and see now, what's you going on. Now, you wait a minute, Kent. But, Chief, now, I'm just... not going to have my two best reporters out on one story that even, uh, well, even Jim Collins could cover. Jim Olson, you mean? Uh, Jimmy Olson, yes. Olson. Well, what, what about I say? Lois? Collins. Yes, you said Collins. I'm so excited. Well, what about Lois? She may be in Well, trouble. she's a big girl and she can take care of herself. Besides, going out there was all her own idea so she can work it out herself and that's fine. Okay, you're the boss, but I can't help feeling a little worried about her. Oh, forget it, forget it. Now get going on that Sunday feature story about phony steers and fortune tellers. <laughs> I just saw Beanie bringing you this telegram. It's important, so I took it from him yeah, and brought it in. Say, maybe it's from Lois. Well, uh, it's date-marked Freeville, but I don't see it. Here, let me have it. All right, here. Now, don't get excited, Chief. What do you mean? What do you mean? What's the, what's the to get excited about? Well, you'll see. Good, good Godfrey. Look what this says, Ken. Yeah, I know. You know. Oh, I, I mean, I, I can guess. No, no, you can't. Read it. All right. 
Warn you to order Lois Lane out of Freeville immediately. Signed, a friend. Great Caesar's ghost. Now, what in the world is going on in Freeville? I don't know, Chief, but I don't like the sound of it. Neither do I, but there's only one way to find out, and that's just what I'm going to do. Now, wait, Kent, wait. Where are you I'm going to zip out to Freeville. You'll hear from me later. So long. Rushing from Perry White's office, Clark Kent dashes into an empty storeroom where, behind the locked door, he quickly strips down to the red and blue costume of Superman. A moment later, he opens a window. Up! Up! And away! Zooming up into the sky, the Man of Steel takes a bearing from the sun, then sneaks westward with the speed of light toward Freeville. At the same moment, Lois Lane, unaware of her friend's concern for her safety, is in the telegraph office in Freeville, where she is unsuccessfully trying to draw out the taciturn telegrapher, a stooped elderly man with a white walrus mustache. Now, look here, Mr. Sykes. I'm sure if you wanted to, you could tell me a lot of interesting things about what's happening here in Freeville. Couldn't you? Don't know nothing. Oh, that's what you've been saying for the past ten minutes. But I could make it very much worth your while. I mean, I, I'm quite willing to pay for any information. Don't you... know nothing. Oh, well, I guess it's... Except impo- in one thing. Yes? Eastbound Express due to go through here about 3.45. So what? Good flagger down to stop for you. No, thanks. I'm here to get a story, and I'm sticking until I get it. Train's a streamliner. Get you back home fast. Sorry, not interested. You're making a mistake, miss. Why? What's behind all the feeling that's so high in this town? Why does everyone refuse to talk? Why do they change the subject every time I mention the drought? In short, what's going on here? Don't know nothing. Except ain't healthy here. Why? Is there some fatal disease in Freeville? Maybe. Oh, rubbish. Just the same, I warn you. Ain't healthy here. Especially for strangers. It's all got to say. Momentarily shaken by the aged telegrapher's ominous warning, Lois Lane stares at him open-mouthed. Then, turning on her heel, she strides out of his office and into the street. Will Superman arrive before Lois, disregarding the warning, walks into trouble? We'll know more in a moment when we return for the startling climax of today's story. So stand by. Yes, sir, the mothers of all the gang are sure being rushed for lots of Kellogg's Pat these days. Because, of course, it's such a sunny, golden toasted whole wheat flake cereal. And because it's the prize package where you get those exciting comic buttons in Pep's brand new series. Real true-to-life pictures of your favorite funny sheet characters. A brand new series of 18 different buttons. Like uh, the Little Moose and uh, Judy and Corky and four from Dick Tracy and, and, and Vitamin Flintheart and Superman, of course. And you know, it's no end of fun to compare notes with your friends and see who's got the most different buttons. And to trade duplicates, too. And these pep comic buttons are so easy to get. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. All you do is to look for your comic button inside each package of Kellogg's Pep. And look for some mighty swell eating at breakfast, too. Because Pep is called the Sunshine Cereal. It's doggone sunny tasting and delicious. And it's good for you. It gives you vitamin B1, an energy vitamin, and that important sunshine, vitamin D, that mom knows that, that you need so much. So tell mom that you'll eat lots of P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. As our story continues, Superman has arrived in Freeville and, resuming the guise and garb of mild-mannered Clark Kent, talks with the desk clerk at the Central Hotel. Can you tell me what room Lois Lane is in? Why, uh, she's, uh... Lois Lane? Yes, the Metropolis Daily Planet reporter. 
Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yes, yes, Miss Lois Lane. Why, uh, <clears throat> uh, Miss Lane's not in her room. Uh, that is, uh... Yes? Well, she's, uh, she left here. Left? Uh, th- that's right, sir, about, uh, ten minutes ago. You mean she checked out? Uh, excuse me, sir, I'm very... Oh, but wait a minute, wait a minute. I wonder what's wrong with him. Taxi, mister. Well, that depends. Tell me, did you by any chance pick up a young lady from the Central Hotel? Well, I, I don't know. She's dark, rather pretty, and... Oh, you mean that newspaper gal from Metropolis? That's right. Nope, said she'd rather walk this time. Oh, I see. Any idea where she went? Mentioned something about going down the telegraph office at the depot. Want me to take you there? Yes, I would. Right. And make it snappy, please. Hang on. I haven't seen Miss Lane, Mr. Sykes. Not for over an hour. Well, that's odd. The cab driver said she started walking over here about ten minutes ago. Certainly she should have been here by this time. Might have stopped somewhere on the way. No, I'd have seen her. How's that, mister? Uh, oh, and never mind. The point is, she isn't here, nor any place between here and the hotel, and she couldn't have just vanished into thin air. Could be. Could be. Are you kidding? Nope. Stranger things than that have happened in this town. Well, great Scott, what in the world is going on here? Completely baffled by the strange and mysterious attitudes of the Freeville natives, Clark Kent is stunned into momentary immobility. What is going on in Freeville? Why do the natives refuse to discuss the drought? And who is behind the mysterious telegrams suggesting that Lois Lane be recalled from her assignment? And what is even more important, has Superman arrived on the scene too late to keep the girl reporter from plunging into trouble? This is just the beginning of a new and thrilling story, gang. So stay with us. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow to learn of more startling angles uncovered by Superman. Don't forget, tomorrow, join us again at this same time on this same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, what do you have, gang? Kellogg's Corn Flakes, Rice Krispies, Pep, or one of your other favorite Kellogg's cereals? Well, you can take your pick every morning at breakfast when Mom sets out Kellogg's Variety. That's the white, green, and red package with ten individual packages, each with one serving just for you. One day you'll choose a a shredded cereal, next day one that's popped, next day a flaked cereal made from corn, wheat, or rice. Everyone's a treat because it's a favorite Kellogg cereal. It's a grand variety to make breakfast a picnic of fun because it's Kellogg's Variety. Remind Mom to get you Kellogg's Variety. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.